So I got a new cool microphone that I think is cool. And I thought the kids might think I was cool, but they just think I'm a turd dad. So. What's up, everyone? And welcome to the Local Marketing Lab, where you get real world insights from industry pros to help you drive local revenue and local growth. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize, digital marketing tools powered by local data that automatically work where and when your locations need it most. Learn more at evocalize.com. Well, what's up, everyone, and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab. Today with us, we have an awesome guest with a really exciting background. He's got over 22 years in the restaurant industry focused mainly on the digital guest experience, mostly under Brinker International. Uh, but now he's in a new role, uh, which is pretty exciting. He's a board advisor for Ovation, Milagro Corporation, and Lunchbox. He's a huge dog lover and a family man, and the EVP of Strategic Growth at Costa Vida, Wade Allen. Thanks for joining us in the lab, my friend. Hey, thanks, Justice. Good to be here, man. I'm super excited. <clears throat> you bet. I have to say, from a personal standpoint, I am a massive fan of Costa Vida. <laughs> So right. we, for back in 2013, uh, I worked at the company in Southern Denver and the uh, Costa Vida opened up and I literally went there for probably two years straight, three times a week at least. Wow. <laughs> hey, and it was, it. it was so close, so convenient, uh, you know, sweet pork burrito. I didn't care if it made me tired toward the end of the day, like I would eat the whole thing. And then, you know, I love the brand. Love the laid back vibe. And, you know, with, with four kiddos myself, it's just a nice family friendly place where there's something on the menu for everybody, which is great. Yeah. I love to hear that. That, that is, you know, my career has been in, in different restaurant spaces, but ha when having the chance to come to Costa was such an amazing experience. I love the product. I love the quality of the ingredients. I love mm. the way they do preparation. I love the fast casual model. So, and I, I love to hear that because that's exactly how I feel. Like I, I eat there. Literally, I eat there twice a week, um, and it's, <laughs> I love the brand. I knew the brand because I had grown up close to the brand and then mm -hmm. left for years. So to come back to it was was like coming home. It was so fun. Very cool. Very cool. So some of our listeners, just before we dive in too much, but some of our listeners may not know who who Brinker is. So I just want to give a quick a quick primer yeah. on that. So they have multiple brands underneath their umbrella and, and, a, and a bunch of them you helped to manage the digital experience for like Chili's, Maggiano's, It's Just Wings. Those are some brands that they may have heard of. Um, and the reason why I mentioned that is, is just to kind of tee up that you've got lots of experience testing what works and what doesn't uh, across many brands, which is what got me really excited about having you on as a guest because I know you'd have some great insights for our listeners. You, but, you know, given all the things that you've you've tested all the things you've done, uh, from, from a, a digital guest experience, uh, perspective or from a local marketing perspective, like what do you think is the most important aspect of, of marketing at a local level? Yeah, it, that, you know, that's a great question. It's hard, you know, 20 some odd years in this industry and touching different restaurant brands over, over this career, mm. you know, I, I have come to the conclusion. So one, I'll say there's a couple of key things that have to happen. Local marketing is an absolute, absolutely critical piece of your marketing portfolio. And it's really about relevance. You know, when I, when I, when I thought about um, 
how we've actually made an impact. It, it's really about mm. becoming relevant in certain markets because big brands struggle with relevance because they're they're big, they're broad, they're national chains, and you don't really have a real tight connection with them. The local brands tend to do better at the local market mm. because it's my local, you know, Bob's Diner, it's my local Coach Media, it's my local, and I know the guys who started it, or I know friends who work there, or I have a connection. I think the biggest aspect I've seen that that has continued to deliver top line sales, and if it's done right, great margins, is a CRM or customer relationship marketing program that's really tailored to the local restaurants. Um, because today we all live on our devices. 25 years, 30 years ago, it was direct marketing pieces scattered in an area that were very targeted to a person about their kind of preferences and who they were. Today, we've taken that online. And, and I think one of the most powerful things in my career has been local marketing, but using the channels of digital to mm -hmm. be super so I know Justin, I know he's a family guy. I know he comes to Costa Vida twice a week. I know what items he gets. I know that he started at this day. We hadn't seen him before, and now we do see him. So how can I convince him to try one more thing on the menu? Or can I get him back if I haven't seen him? Like if his recency starts to fall off, can I bring him back? So from, an as from a marketing aspect, a local level, I think the relevance play of knowing your guests better than anybody else is how you win, how you get it to scale is really through that digital channel of email, text, or some kind of direct communication, right, to convince you to come back. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very good points. So the thing that comes to mind as you're talking about your audience and you, you have your, your CRM, you have all this data at a local level that you, that you can then take and segment. And then based on how you've segmented your audiences, you can push different offers, different messaging, whatever it may be. So like you're saying, if you have someone who has children, you could then push the messaging around kids eat free or whatever it might be. Whereas you don't want to start slamming those without children with the same messaging, because then you kind of, you, you, you come off as disconnected and, and get lost to your, your customer base. That's right. You don't know me if you don't know that I don't have kids or I do have kids or you're telling me you have alcohol and I don't drink. And like, it's just a, it's a mess, mm. right? So relevancy in message is critical. And I mean, also talk about margin accretive offers. So not everybody needs an offer. Some people are enticed mm. back because they have an offer. Other people just want to know that you have new food or that you have something that they haven't tried or that there's a holiday of a, the National Queso Day. Hey, it is National Queso Day. I should go to Costa because I love queso, right? So being in that conversation and doing that kind of work um, is what's really powerful because you'll get the top one sales and you won't have to offer or, or erode your margins to every customer that walks in the door. I love that. Yeah. You're not in, in promoting the right stuff to also protect your margins. You know, you don't want to yeah. promote your, your high dollar or high cost items. Um, we had an example one time on one of the shows where we talk about wing Wednesday and like chicken wing costs is like through the roof right now. And, and running promo on that is just a, you're losing, you're driving traffic, but you're losing with every person that comes in. So what are some things that you've seen done recently? Maybe it's through, maybe it's from corporate leveraging the data to do things at a local level, or maybe it's from your local folks, uh, uh, operators that are, that are running things in their own. Like, what do you see? What have you seen lately that's worked well? Well, I, we talked about CRM and I do believe that's a powerhouse. If you haven't tapped that yet, and you're, you're a restaurant operator or even a retailer. That's something that you've got mm. to get your arm around to do that. I actually think some of the best local marketing um, outside of the CRM space, right, has been what what um, 
I'm a huge fan of, 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 of restaurants that tap into other people's equity. So mm. I'm a huge value guy. I went there. That was my alma mater. Um, I watch what Cosmo does, right? And if you don't know who Cosmo Cougar is, you should because he's got millions and millions of followers on on uh, on Instagram. He's he's out there dancing with the Cougarettes. Like he's he's one of the top mascots in the country as far as college football. But tethering an equity to him from a Costa Vida standpoint has been hugely material for us because if he can do a stunt that's sponsored by Costa Vida and we can get our brand next to him, there's a lot of local marketing push that gets pushed around that because the little guys that are here playing football at the local uh, high school and Cosmo shows up and we're associated with Cosmo, they're thinking, hey, I'm going to go to Costa Vida. Costa Vida, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a tie there. So I love this local marketing element of schools, with colleges, with sporting events, with other things that have equities in the community and then tethering your brand to those equities. You know, we talked about, like, here's one, Habitat for Humanity, right? Um, mm. Builders that are, that are helping people that have, don't have a, a shelter or home to live in. Costa feeds those people, right? Our brand will go and just feed those workers because the equity that we get from being associated with doing the right thing, right? It's just so good we're doing the right thing. I love that, right? And I've seen that. Chick-fil-A does that all the time. They'll find, they have a great equity, but they'll also find these elements to show kindness and give back. They'll tether their equity with some other brand, and then it's even more powerful at a local level. So I think that's one that I've been super impressed with, um, whether it's Chick-fil-A, whether it's Texas Roadhouse, whether it's Costa that we're doing here. I love that tethering equities to, to local stuff and local events. It does a really good job of, of humanizing the brand and, and getting your audience to connect with a brand so it's no longer a company or a restaurant they're connecting with. It's like, it's truly a brand that they can connect with. They get behind the values, they buy into the why uh, behind the things that you're doing. Um, and, and you create strong bonds of loyalty through that type of marketing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Very good, very good examples. If you were to give, you know, some advice to those or maybe suggestions to those who maybe struggling to, to try to get their local marketing uh, going or, or the, you know, they don't know where to start. Like, what would you suggest is something they could do this week or maybe even today to, to try to get momentum going the right direction? Yeah, I, I, it's like that, I love that question because I think you got to get scrappy, right? I, I, I grew up in a, in a time in the late, uh, early 90s or let's see, late 90s, early 2000s when I was in college and we called it guerrilla marketing. But boots mm -hmm. on the street, the best thing you could do and in a world today, take an iPhone and just record it. Right, because yeah. if you're out there, grab if if you own a chicken wing company or you own a burger company, grab a box of burgers, go to the local uh, high school band practice, and just mm. hand out the burger, and then have somebody record it, record the whole experience. It's a surprise and delight. They're super excited. The high school kids are giving high fives and they're eating burgers and they're putting their band instruments down. And you got all that footage now in social that you can go back and push to your platforms to tell them what you did and what's going on. That kind of momentum is easy mm -hmm. as an iPhone. And every restaurateur has food they can give away. Yeah, it's a little bit of a comp expense, but it'll be a hundred times worth it because you'll start to establish yourself as the brand that surprises and delights. And, and, call, and everybody knows that kids are some of the biggest decision makers when it comes to families and to moms and dads. And so if you want to tap into something, I think that's something you can do tomorrow, right? Just. In your car, grab a stock of the burritos, run down to the local high school event, hand them out, film it, and then get it on social media. 100%.
So I've had multiple guests that have all said something very similar. And it's true because it's like you said, everyone has a phone in their pocket. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to re record what it is that you're doing and tell the story. And, and the other cool thing is you have multiple people within your organization who all have different stories to tell, whether they're, they're showing the process of something behind the scenes or they're doing some surprise and delight and all that content that you capture, you could then parse out and create little derivative pieces from it and get even more from it, more juice from the squeeze. Yeah, it's, it's a gift that keeps on giving because even just an hour event of that, you can get so much footage that you can then go back and use for all sorts of different parts of your social campaigns, your email campaigns, anything you're gonna grow in the future, create a video that you put out there, right? It's, it's all great yeah. content. And it's, and it's authentic too, which is great. You know, a lot of times like, I'm guilty of it. You know, I do videos like this and I edit out the ums and the uhs sometimes, you know, because I just feel like a ding dong because there's so many of them. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like we're putting ourselves out there and it, it's authentic conversation. It's content that people will like and engage with and enjoy. It's the same thing that goes for your for your restaurant. Yeah. And if we've learned anything over the course of the last couple of years is Gen Z and, and Gen Y, they don't they don't trust advertising. They just don't. That's why TV advertising is struggling because it's so polished and mm. so fake. Right now, I've seen lawsuits in the, in the restaurant industry and the big players are saying, what you gave me does not match your advertising and therefore it's worth, uh, you know, I'm, I'm being deceived as an individual. And so the authenticity of doing a good deed by giving out food and getting that content, it's just, it, it resonates with that younger audience. And that's the audience that's starting to be the most impactful with the spend capabilities, the total addressable market. Like that's where you want to play. Yeah, for sure. And they have, like you said, they can, anyone has like that age group, you, you're in areas where people can leave high school, they can go out to lunch, whatever, they, if they're nearby, anyone can typically spend at least once in, in, on a fast casual meal as opposed to a huge, you know, high cost product. So it's like you, right. your audience, you can come way down market in terms of the folks that you're marketing to. Uh, and you have, like you said, a, a much larger TAM. Very cool. Um, you know, it's funny the irony of this generation wanting like more authentic stuff at the same time when we have all these apps that have all the filters and everything. I watch people do crazy stuff on a filter and they post a picture and I'm like, that's not what they look like. Yeah. They get mad when everything else in their life doesn't look the way it's supposed to look. It's just completely ironic, but you're like, okay, well, I guess that's the world we're in, right? Yeah. Uh, if only Alana's Morissette were writing music today, you might capture that one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what she was writing about. Who knows? That's right. Awesome. Well, um, so who would you give a shout out to if you, if you admire someone who's doing some really cool stuff from a local marketing standpoint? I know you mentioned like Chick-fil-A and but what, what's another brand that you might want to call out to say, hey, these guys are doing some really cool stuff? So Roadhouse is great. I mean, those guys don't spend a penny in big mm. brand advertising. Everything is about the local spend, the local enticing, kind of getting into the community. Um, they're not quite as visible as you'd see on some brands, but they're there, right? And that's where they spend. That's where their, their GMs are empowered to do that kind of stuff. Um, mm. I actually think some of the better examples, and I, and I don't, I don't have exact names, but it's generally the local guys that show up. They hit the rodeos, they hit the sporting mm. event, they're at the high school, um, doing stuff. 
they're, you know, that that's where they know their bread and butter is. Um, and so I, I, it's hard to say that a particular restaurant, a small, small, small restaurant, because I can give you an example, but, but I'm in Salt Lake City and got people watching this are going to be like, who the heck is our barbecue? Or I don't know anything about Mo Betis, right? But some of these, oh. they do some phenomenal work because they, they don't have the big budgets and they do the grassroots gorilla approach. And so I think the big brands could learn a ton instead of just spending hundreds of millions of dollars on um, wasted big brand advertising, go spend the money in the community. Right. Just mm-hmm. get down into the local strawberry days, uh, rodeo in nowheresville, teeny tiny town, you know, American Fork, because it, that's the that's the customer that really matters. Those are the people that are going to come back again and again to that restaurant. Uh, you know, the bigger brand stuff will, will work itself out as you win in communities. Mm-hmm. I, so I literally just recorded an episode with Betsy Ham, who's the CEO of Duck Donuts, and she she specifically called out Chick-fil-A and local marketing at the, at the local high school events, uh, being that they offer sandwiches and stuff whenever she goes to her daughter's volleyball game and stuff like that. It really is like, it's a no brainer. When you think about like getting your product in front of people, you know, when you, you have them all coming together in one area, you can partner with the schools and maybe with the booster uh, groups or whatever to give them the product. And then, the difference that they make off of the sale goes to the booster club. It's a yeah. lot of really creative stuff you can do when you're still getting your product in front of people. Right. I mean, that's the big thing. I, I'll go back to having worked for a big brand for multiple years. They're so focused on spending $100 million on television or blowing it on digital media in, in, in ads. They're missing the whole point. If they had those budgets and they divided them and pushed them down to the restaurant and the restaurant GMs or an individual was empowered to go plug themselves into every chamber of commerce, every rodeo, every high school, every college, their brand would be so much more powerful. And that's Chick-fil-A has kind of figured this out because yeah, they have the big brand marketing, but they also know the power comes in the people who are actually eating the food. So yeah, it can be wasted on TV and that's great. You have a nice big brand name out there, but it, it is wasted. If it mm-hmm. matters to me, I'm at my eighth grade son's football game. I'm starving. My two other kids are hounding me to leave because they want to go eat. And there's happens to be a lady standing there with a table full of Chick-fil-A sandwiches that are selling them at six bucks or eight bucks. I'm in and I'm, I'm up in. to break. They hit me up when I needed it. Right. So, you know, there's, there's an opportunity uh, to the bigger brands on that. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, Wade, we'll shift gears a little bit. I know a little bit earlier, we talked about how you're a family man, you're a dog lover. But another thing that I that I uh, found out about you is that not only do you like exercise, but a little birdie told me specifically you'd like to do CrossFit. Is that correct? Yeah, I've been a little bit nutty with that stuff for the past fifteen years. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a passion. My my younger sister, well, I'll just tell you my 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 two my two sisters, my older and my younger sister, are college athletes and, and uh, phenomenal, you know, just phenomenal individuals in general, but great athletes. And my yeah. younger sister got me into it and uh, I love it. And I've just been doing it. And again, I'm not lifting 450 pounds or putting massive weight when I'm doing the snatches, but, but it keeps me feeling young. I love it. It keeps me engaged with, with uh, my work. And I do it every morning religiously. I mean, I'm up every morning. Uh, alarm goes up at 5.15 and I hit it uh, by about 5.30. I'm in the gym and I got, I got an hour before then I have to get the little people up and get them off to school and, play dad for a little while and then I'll run off to work. And, and that has kept me going every day. And right? I just, 
I, I live for it because it's my opportunity to really kind of get that stress and aggression out in the morning and then, uh, you know, prepare for a great day. No, that's awesome. I, I used to be in a good schedule like that, but then I fell off and I need to get back into it. But yeah, I know uh, but hey, you know, I'll, I'll get there for sure. But one thing I was able to dig up was this image of you. It looks like you can actually lift 450 pounds with these guns. <laughs> I wish that's how I look. That's great. That looks pretty good. Who's your Photoshop now? We're going to be an AI. I don't know. That's fantastic. That's, that is AI, but it's, it's just one of the fun things we like to do for our guests. So I'll, I'll, I'll get this over to you and you could use it however you want. A new profile pick. It. Perfect. <laughs> Whatever. You're right. I love it. I'll put that on my profile pic for sure. Wish I wish I had guns and cannons like that. That guy, man, he's he's built. I know it. <laughs> this dude's winning medals. I I figured I'd want to show you winning the CrossFit Games, but you know, oddly enough, it's really hard. Like when you're when you're crafting an image like this, you have to give the the system prompts. And it's even though you're giving them very specific prompts, it's really hard to depict something like the CrossFit game. It took me forever. I was like an, wow. like an hour into it. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> but what we got tool, something. You gotta tell me what tool you use. That's fantastic. The cool. We can uh, I can give you some some good insights offline for sure. Uh, cool. It's a bit of a process, but it's definitely worth it. All right. Cool. That's awesome. Well, awesome, awesome, Wade. Hey, it was a ton of fun having you in the lab. Before I let you go. Would you mind just telling people, you know, how they can follow you? How can they follow your brand? Yeah, you know, so for me personally, I'm a huge LinkedIn guy. That's kind of the social media that I play, just because that's become my mm -hmm. my career, and I love restaurants. Um, but you can you can find me on LinkedIn for sure. Costa, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Uh, we that's kind of our big channels. We play a little bit in uh, TikTok, or we're starting to move into that space, but. Um, yeah, hit us up on, on definitely Instagram. That's kind of our big one. A little bit on Twitter, but mostly Instagram and, and Facebook. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, and then CostaVita.com. If, if that's, you know, you can always hit us, hit us on the brand. We've got contacts there, and, and then you can see what the brand's all about. For sure. I would highly recommend you check them out. Your content, the content's actually really good. It's very, branding-wise, it's on point. I was looking through your feed, and there was a, there was a video. I can't remember the athlete's name. But it was on oh, it was on your Twitter. Right, uh, Damian Lillard, probably. Yes, yes. He just got traded actually from Milwaukee, I think, from from Portland. But yeah, yeah. He's they they asked him, "What are you going to do? What are you doing to come to to Utah?" And he's like, "The first thing I do is either train or I go to Costa Vida, sweet yeah. board, baby." I love it. He's he was uh, he's a Weber State grad, I think, and uh, he just fell in love with the brand. And um, yeah, he's he's awesome. I love that guy. We we. We love having him. He's a huge uh, brand advocate and we don't pay him anything. Like he's just, yeah. he just a brand. So that's what we, you know, he's, he's the best. Very cool. Well, if you stop in the code of Costa Vida, if you're one of our listeners, you'll see why he's such a, such a solid advocate. The food is fantastic. Sweet pork burrito. I'll say it again, smothered yep. with cheese. And I promise yep. you, you will not be disappointed. It'll change your life. It'll change your life. <laughs> It will change your life. You'll develop an addiction very quickly. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Wade, it was a ton of fun having you on today. Thanks for joining us in the lab. Awesome. Thanks, Justin. It was great. As always, thanks for joining us in the local marketing lab. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize. To learn how Evocalize can help you grow your business, visit evocalize.com. If you learned something new from today's episode, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook at Evocalize. 
that's E-V-O-C-A-L-I-Z-E, and on X at Evocalize Inc. And remember, keep innovating and trying new things. You never know what's going to connect with your audience until you try. And until next time, thanks for listening.